the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. We enter now into the fifth week of Soma Rabbah, into, the, into uh, Great Lent. And as we enter into Great Lent, right, we're not too far away from Holy Week. We're not too very far away from Easter, Palm Sunday, right, we're entering into Holy Week. And one thing that we have to really kind of, um, kind of focus on today is Jesus today telling us that He is the light of the world. I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. Beautiful words from Jesus. Beautiful words from Jesus, but how much do they ring true in our own life? How much do they ring true in our own life? As we enter into Holy Week, there is always a day that most people kind of gloss over. There's always a day that most people don't kind of pay attention to, that it just becomes kind of a blur, and we rush into Easter. It's always a day. I remember asking the first communion kids, like, what is Easter all about? And they're like, you know, the resurrection of Jesus. I'm like, yeah, yeah, good, the resurrection of Jesus. But what comes before that? They're like, Palm Sunday. I'm like, okay, what comes a little bit after Palm Sunday? They're like, Easter. You know, I'm like, okay, you know, back and forth. Palm Sunday, Easter. What is in between? Good Friday. Good Friday. In order for us to enter into Easter, there has to be a Good Friday. There has to be a death. And that is the thing that we all fear the most. There's always going to be a Good Friday. Whether it's now, you're living in it currently, whether it's going to happen in years from now, whatever it might be, there's going to be a Good Friday in your life. Whether it looks like struggles, whether it looks like death, whatever it might be, there's going to be a Good Friday. Don't overlook it. But as we enter deeper and deeper into Lent, what we need to do is focus more on this light of Christ that he promises us. Here is Jesus who tells us, I know the world is dark. I know the world is scary. I know the world is full of anxiety. I know the world is full of fears. But guess what? I have come to conquer those fears. I am not a God who does not understand your fears, but I am one who enters into them if you allow me to. Today, St. Paul has words that we need to listen to very, very closely. I appeal to you, therefore, my brothers, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God. Live right, he tells us, which is your spiritual worship. Do not be conformed to this world. Do not follow this world. Do not go deep into this world, but rather be transformed by the renewal of your mind. Be transformed by the graces that God gives you, by the help that he gives you each and every day. That is how we find the light of Christ. We're constantly, right, no matter where we are, here we are, Chaldeans, spread all across the world, and not, not even, you know, just a generation ago, whatever it might be, we were in Iraq, right? Iraq, which is this heavily Arab culture, and how is it, for example, that they view death? In a very, very, very heavy and dark manner. It's not really very Christian, right? Whenever someone passes away in the family, God forbid, here is, we wear black for how long? Sometimes a year, sometimes two years, sometimes whatever it might be, right? We're always wearing black because Arab culture views it as very, very heavy, right? I remember always getting into kind of debates with, with my own family, like, you know, it's Easter, don't wear black, right? It's, we believe in the resurrection, we don't believe that death is the end, we have a hope. John Paul II tells us we are an Easter people, hallelujah is our song, death is never the final word, ever. That's the whole point and why it is that we unite ourselves to Jesus. Because when we unite ourselves to Jesus, 
when we unite ourselves in a death like his, guess what? It's not the end. It's the resurrection. But sometimes we get so afraid. We get so entombed, right? And here is, right, the opposites. So here is the Arab mentality. Here is kind of where black forever and ever and ever, whatever it might be, to everything I go to, whatever it might be, to even Easter, to Christmas, whatever it might be. Here is the opposite mentality, right, of the U.S., right, where we're kind of falling into it more and more. You know, such and such has passed away. We're going to come together and celebrate his life, right? He was 85 years old. We celebrate his life, whatever it might be. Cool. We're celebrating the life of, of grandpa, whatever it might be, or grandma, whatever, right? Here it is. We're entering into But what happens when someone is taken from us too soon? What happens when someone is gone from our lives too soon, dies tragically, and we don't know how to deal with it? Do you just celebrate their life? How do you celebrate that life of a young child who maybe passes away? Right? Or a young man who passes away, a young woman who passes away too early? Do we enter into that? Let's celebrate their life. Let's, you know, this American way of popsicles and cotton candy and whatever it might be, right? Do we just continue on going on in the Arab way, mourning and mourning and mourning until there's no end in sight? Or do we allow the light of Christ to transform the way in which we think? Do we allow that light of Christ that no matter how small it may seem at the time of tragedy, no matter how small it might seem at that very moment, when we allow the light of Christ to really penetrate through our hearts, we know and we have this hope that it's not the end, but we know that when we enter into Holy Week with Him, when we enter into His Palm Sunday, into that Palm Sunday where we're allowing Him into our hearts, guess what? We're transformed. By the time Good Friday comes, we are praying with Him and we're saying, Jesus, I die with a death like Yours, that no matter what comes my way, I will find Your light. No matter what comes my way, I will find your light. And I know that I won't walk in darkness, but I'm going to walk in the path that you have set before me. It's a scary world. And Jesus knows it is. And I'm not saying we just get over it. We don't just get over these hardships, these pains, this death, the sickness, whatever it might be. But I'm saying pray with it. How often do we pray with it? One thing I always think about, I always, you know, as a priest, nature of a priest is you... You attend a lot of burials, you attend a lot of funerals, things of that nature, right? And so part of it is in Southfield, Holy Sepulchre Cemetery. I always go there, and when, sometimes I do the funeral, and then I'll go to my, my uh, relatives, my grandmother's uh, plot, for example, or, or my, uh, my aunt's plot, whatever it might be, and I'll pray, right, for, their, for them and things of that nature. And then I, I look across the street, across kind of like the driveway over there, right, whatever it might be, and there's a little section over there for clergy. Where all the clergy are going to be buried. And it always reminds me of my own death. How am I going to view death, right? Here I am, I can view it in a very dark way. I'll be put in the ground, life will go on without me, the world will continue to go on and on and on. You can view it very dark. The world goes on, you're in the, you know, whenever you're buried, and life goes on without you, whatever it might be, and that could be the end. That's the way the world believes. But I also believe in the light of Christ. That when you believe in the light of Christ, when you believe in that small flame, right? When you believe in that small flame, no matter how small it might be in that moment, guess what? Jesus can use it to spark a bigger flame, a bigger light of your life. My friends, Good Friday comes for all of us. It might be now. It might be anxieties. It might be fears. It might be finances. It might be the exam you're worrying about. It might be, you know, the stress of kind of living each and every day um, with so many kind of burdens or whatever it might be. Jesus is asking you, with that Good Friday, bring that to him. Pray with it. 
Pray with that, that scenario, right? What is it? What, if, what am I most afraid of? Am I afraid of death? Am I praying for a good and holy death? Am I praying that when I come across this Good Friday in my life, that the light of Christ has been established? That's what we're going for with Lent. We cannot experience the resurrection of Jesus without first experiencing the death of Jesus. My friends, each and every day, during this Lent, right? Or maybe just during this Mass, we pray this Mass becomes very fruitful for us. That we offer all these anxieties, all these fears, to Jesus, so that as we allow Him into our hearts, as we walk with Him in Holy Week, we're able to say, Lord Jesus, I'm praying. I'm praying that no matter what comes my way, I find the light of Christ. I'm not transformed by the thinking of this world, but I'm transformed by You, by the renewal of the graces that You give me, so that my mind understands that you are the light of the world. That if I place my hopes in this world, in living forever, whatever it might be, it's not going to happen, right? Good Friday comes for all of us. If I place my hope in this world, all I get is emptiness. All I get is more pain. All I get is more sorrow. But if I understand that you are the light of the world, what do I get instead? Life. True life means to know God. True life means to walk with God. True life means that we're not living for just this world, but the world to come. True life means that as we walk forward with Jesus, we are transformed by the way he thinks so that we see the light of Jesus in everything. That's what we're called to do as Christians, to show the light of Jesus everywhere it is that we go so that everyone may know his name, everyone may know his life, everyone may know his light. Amen?